Hey, how you guys doing, man? I'm back with another episode of the It Factor. And as always, I'm your host, Jeremy Robinson. And today we have somebody special. As always, go ahead and introduce yourself. man. I'm Anthony Martin. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. So first off, how are you doing, man, uh, with, you know, COVID-19 and different things like that? How has everything been throughout the year? Exhausting. Exhausting, exhausting. I think things um with me a little bit worse than last year. Last year I was in California when all this kicked off. Um, I was at the bedside. Um, we saw a lot of deaths, but nothing like New York was seeing. But this year I'm actually in Florida in my critical care department working in my field. Um, so we're, we're getting it right now. We're really getting it. Man, that's crazy. But I'm glad you, you're in the good. You, you look good. So I'm glad that's okay. <laughs> Uh, I talked to an anesthesiologist a couple weeks ago and she was telling me how like she was in the last like trials of her training and everything when COVID ramped up and she was saying how like she was seeing everything from left and right and I was like couldn't do it couldn't do it you know uh, yeah man so tell me how was it what went into the process of you majoring in nursing and like what was behind that oh man to be honest with you I've um I always wanted to be in healthcare. I didn't know nursing was going to be my route. I honestly thought I was going to be like a firefighter, paramedic, you know, big manly job and uniform and stuff, 24-hour shifts. Um, I ended up telling my family I wanted to be a nurse. And they were like, nurse? Like, men aren't nurses and everything. So I said, oh, well, I didn't know that. So um, I went on to the military. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't even do anything medical in the military. But once I got out, I became an EMT working in the emergency room. And I was like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. So I went on through the process, the long process. I took a longer route than most people mm-hmm. um, to go ahead and become a nurse. And then from there, I just started to elevate, just decided that I wanted more. I wanted more. I wanted more until I just came into the position that I'm in right now. That's amazing, man. So tell me about out of that, what has been one of your most fulfilling roles, you know, leaving from EMT to becoming a nurse? Oh, man. Um, I want to say where I am right now because yeah. um, I've, I've gone, I've always been an action junkie. So I've always jumped in the beach from going to emergency room to going into a cardiovascular um, ICU. Then I became a flight nurse. And from there, I decided to pursue my education and go back to nurse practitioner school. And now I'm in a critical care department doing exactly what I thought I wanted to do, but I didn't really see it being done at the time, but I knew I wanted to do this. And right out of school, my first job was the job I landed right now that I that I always wanted to do. That's amazing, man. I'm glad that worked out like that for you, man. So uh, how do your day-to-day go, if you could tell me just a little bit, like, uh, once you start? Uh, all right, my day-to-day in layman terms, um, I get to work around 7 p.m., I spent about a good 30 minutes getting report from the offgoing physician mm-hmm. um, from the day. So he fills me in on everything that's going on, family interactions, patients. Um, I then go on to the floor, um, get with my nurses, go from room to room, um, ask them what happened during the day, what's the plan of care, what I want to see done throughout the night, check my patients out head to toe. Um, after I do that with all 20 beds in my ICU, I then hit the computers. I see what other doctors said during the day about the patient's care, make sure I'm not missing anything, make sure they're not missing anything, make sure they mm-hmm. say the thing in their notes that they wanted to be done that wasn't done, um, checking labs and, and the whole nine, probably for the next three to four hours. Um, 
Then I'm making sure all my orders for the next day are put in that I need to see in the morning, my chest x-rays, my blood work, everything that needs to be done. On top of that, I'm answering all the emergencies in the hospital, the code blues, which means cardiac arrest is respiratory failures, um, rapid responses, anything that people that are not in the ICU are failing um, at that time, I'm answering those as well in my 12 hour shift. Then I'm getting prepared to give reports to the next person coming on. Wow. So my 12 hours go by pretty quickly. Yeah, because it sounds like every couple of seconds, no sit down, not, not a break in between. It's like, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and I'm doing this, and I'm also doing this. So I can respect yeah. you and commend you for that because you are needed because I feel like uh, with a lot of what you said that your family at first said that you was going to be a nurse. I know he's like, wow, I think males don't be a nurse because I, I thought about that while I was looking up people. I was like, yeah, I got a couple of friends from school that are nurses, but they all went. And I was like, it's cool to see a black male that's a nurse and to hear what you're doing, man. That's amazing. So uh, I would say in that, uh, what is your it factor, man? Why you do what you do? Oh, man. I love to um, be able to figure things out. I love to be able to save a life. I, I love to be able to put my critical care thinking together and kind of strategize something and be able to save somebody, be able to push a drug to save a life or um, be able to help someone breathe again. Mm -hmm. um, that, that does it for me, man. That's, that's just so fulfilling. You know, everybody I think has a sense of fulfillment with their career and their jobs. If you don't, then I think you're probably doing something you're not supposed to be doing. Right. If you don't have a sense of fulfillment. Um, but yeah, just being able to answer certain questions that come my way when it comes to my nurses asking me questions about patient's care or being able to, to go toe to toe with another doctor and try to figure out what's going on with a patient, man, that does it for me, man. That, that excites me, you know, that makes me feel fulfilled. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. So, and that may know something that's crazy. So would you say you're in your dream job now or what does your dream job look like? My dream job, I think, um, opening my own practice. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just recently um became autonomous, which means I can actually open my own practice without having a physician under me. Oh wow! So I just got licensed to do that recently. So I'm okay. actually strategizing right now. Thank you. I'm actually planning. I'm trying to see exactly what avenue I want to go to. Um, different services I want to offer to kind of just make myself versatile, but yet unique in a way. You know where they can be like, hey, you know, that's Anthony Martin's practice. What does he do? Everything, like everything you need, like you can go to him and get that done. That's know? man. That's amazing. I think that's going to be my dream job. That's amazing, man. So look, are you going to open it in Florida or where would you open it? So I kind of live my life weird. I kind of live my life on um, going off a five-year plan. Okay. So just recently, I just ended a five-year plan of mine. So I'm actually strategizing for my next five years. Yeah. Um, as of right now, yes, Florida is it for me um, as far as opening a practice. Um, will I venture out eventually? I love the D.C. area and I love Atlanta, to be honest. Yeah, you need to go from so, Atlanta so I can, you know, pull up on our D.C. Maryland, <laughs> yeah. I can pull up on you like, yeah, so you said you got that practice. I need you to, you know. <laughs> I got you. Dr. Snow, CKGs, I got you. Whatever you need, brother. So, um, for, for right now, Florida is it. Right now, the market's not too bad with um, independent nurse practitioners. Gotcha. So, gotcha. and then me being a male, I haven't seen any males in the area that's mm -hmm. open their own practice. It's all female driven right now. True. So, True. I, I think that'll be a little incentive as well and something to pick up on, you know? Yeah, you got to keep me posted on that because that's going to be amazing when you do open. I definitely will. I got to go see my man. Who? 
Anthony, I'm like, yeah, I'm on the show. Yeah, we need to go give him a phone call real quick, see what's up, man. So uh, what's the ultimate life goal outside of work? Like, just the mano mano. Mano you mano. To be honest with you, I've been having a conversation a lot lately with people. You know, everybody hit me up and like, oh my gosh, you're successful. You have your, a beautiful home. You have a career. You have an amazing daughter. You're an awesome father. What's next for you? Like, or do you feel accomplished? Do you feel, you know, completed? And I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my, my next ultimate goal is, man, the marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that is... Um, the next thing that I need to kind of open my eyes to and pay more attention to. I've been so career focused right. um, these past such and such amount of years that I never really sat down and focused how valuable uh, a woman, a helpmate, a wife can be. Right. So I, I think that um, that's the next life goal on top of opening the practice, just being a husband, man, being a father, having a family, you know, especially with this COVID thing is going on and so many young people losing their lives and kind of make you, um, settle a little bit and realize how short life is man yeah. you know i'm seeing i'm seeing 20 year olds die 30 year olds die even 40 year olds die man and, and life is just so precious and short you know you don't want to bypass or miss out on anything that was meant for you mm-hmm. so i think that's the next step that i need to kind of focus on and pray about it and you know yeah. manifest a little bit you know pray, pray but because i pray I'm, pray I like exactly said, I got my fiance now we've been together for years and i would say that covid uh, being in a house with her, we had just bought a home, and being in a house with her, and like just going through stuff, right, I could be with this woman for the rest of my life. But we need, let me see, you know. And COVID gave me time to like, dang, you work from home, okay, that's cool. Oh, we got into it, okay, cool. I see that I can actually be with you, you know. I see. So that. it was that quarantine period that brought you to that. For for the most part, before that, I was kind of like, yeah, I know I'm gonna do this, but we had been together for four years. But quarantine kind of made me like, we together every day can't go nowhere like let me see how we can make it operate and a lot of a lot of people outside of me you know people can't even come to your house stuff like that i'm like man what you and courtney doing oh we doing this and this and that oh we doing this and then after a while i was like i can do this i can do it we good like we bought a house together hey we could try marriage so that's what wrote them on now but it took time so i would say pray and like just stay focused on it but also what you're doing outside of that it's all gonna play out in the right way so that's amazing that's, that's good to hear that's good to hear i try to get a lot of people's insight on you know what what made you commit what made you decide that this is the one you know what i mean so it's good to hear you hear how you got to that rationale that okay i could do this with her. i could do this forever yeah you know? yeah it took some time unfortunately that's our problem it always <laughs> takes us time We're like i could do it another three years of like just us and then we can try to, you know, yeah. yeah. Hey, it's good to hear another brother say that because these women, no, no, it shouldn't take you this much time. Unfortunately, sweetheart, it does take it us does. All the cards line up, you know. And also, like you said, your five-year plan, I would say, I wouldn't say I do that, but I do do like, oh, okay, in three years, I know I'm trying to do this and have this. Like that. And when I see it come together, it's like, dang, what happens when you bring another person into this? But now I'm able to adapt on it because it was certain things during corona or even now that i have to like transition to that i'm like oh she's a part of it so it's fine it's not a big issue on it so and i will say do you have any questions for me yeah so tell me where are you trying to go with this platform of black uh, young black professionals and interviewing everybody because i've looked at some of your interviews man and they're 
amazing engineers and male, female. So where exactly are you trying to head with this, man? So I'm trying to make a, a networking thing, like uh, LinkedIn, you would say, like uh, trying to make sure that I bring people together and they see us first. Uh, when it comes to me going to school, it all started from me going to school and being an engineer and not seeing that black face. Like it would have been nothing for me to click on YouTube and see it. So my biggest thing is to try to get on a couple networks, not just one, and try to like spread the word of like black doctors, engineers, uh, we, we're analysts, this is how you do it. And have that person that you can call or email and they can follow up with you and let you know. So that's my thing. Uh, so in the next five years, I do plan to have people like yourself come up we be in person let people know that's in school like studying to be a nurse i'm like dang i ain't know i could do this well hey he's been doing it for this many years and this is how you can do it type thing so that's my biggest plan that's a that's amazing man because because to be honest with you being a black male and coming from where i've come from i didn't come from education mm -hmm. i i didn't come from um a two-parent household you know i didn't come from the best neighborhoods and i put myself through school so it's awesome that you're providing this platform for us to be able to talk to other youth and other um, black professionals and you know up and coming professionals, let them know, hey, you're not the only ones. Hey, we failed classes. We yeah. had to do this. You know what I'm saying? We had to work full time and put ourselves through school, yeah. and we we weren't 4.0, 3.0 students. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You so it, it's definitely it's definitely doable, man. And anyone could do it. I always tell people, man. I was getting text messages a few minutes ago. You know, and people give me flowers and praise and stuff. And I told him, you know, even in my darkest moments, mm -hmm. um, and I get these messages, it just uplifts me to continue doing what I'm doing, man. And I and I applaud you, man, for having this platform because we definitely, as young black professionals, you know, show our face, show that we're out here, we're doing things, and we're supporting one another. You know, you can hit us up, ask us questions. Mm -hmm. What did we go through? What school we went through? What route we should take? You know, we're here for each other, man. That's what it's all about. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. Just like the networking aspect of just reaching out. I'm so thankful for the people that reach out, like yourself. I'm like, hey, seeing you on the page, I'm like, hey, man, let me reach out to this brother. He look cool. Cause I do a, like a little vetting process, but if you're black, I'm like, hey, look, let me see the professor. Let me see what you're gonna do. Let me see if he's gonna hit me back. Okay, cool. You know, and in doing that, I feel like also I want young people to know how to like reach out to people because a lot of people are kind of had that nervousness of reaching out. Are like what are they gonna say it's like hey you never know if you don't reach out you know and i want to get our people kind of out of it because that what got me to where i am now you know like reaching out to anybody like hey they're gonna say something back or they may not say nothing back but hey i know another way of getting in touch with somebody i know how to back off like okay i ain't gonna go over there but also like the networking aspect is just an amazing thing that i feel like blacks have to be on the top of it to kind of make a change mm -hmm. that we want to see so yeah one thing I've noticed as well, man, um, our females are not hesitant to reach out and ask for educational help and guidance. Our brothers need to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Brothers, hit up another brother, man. We are more than welcome to guide you, mentor you, man. I will shoot you my personal phone number and, and you know, and we can go back and forth by nurse. I've had a couple of brothers reach out to me, man on a daily basis hey can you put out this can you do this can you do that but i need to see more brothers doing it females all the time in the yeah. community hitting me up it's not an issue. brothers man we, we need to get out there and motivate one another don't be don't be scared man you're not gonna look less of a man if you ask for help or for guidance right you know thank you for that because i mean i'm gonna be honest with you since i started this there's so many guys at school like man we needed this i'm so glad you're doing this i'm like yeah i mentor some so and half of them are mentoring young ladies 
I like sons because certain dudes don't reach out. Like you heard from, yeah, you know, woo, woo they ain't want to do this, and I'm like, all right, man. Well, I'm gonna see what I can do. I'm gonna pick the episode out, and you you can get in touch with me. my email on there. Go ahead, email. You know, most people do paying out an email you, but most people is like, I can't chase you to get this. Yeah. So yeah, man. In that, I would say anything before we close out. Um. No, just continue doing what you're doing, man. Try to uh, reach as much people as you can, you know. Um, all all platforms, all all degrees, all educations, you know. Don't leave one stir, stir un- unturned, you know what I mean? Um, get, get at everybody. Ask everybody to come out here and do an interview. Because I definitely love to see it. We need to see more faces like ours mm-hmm. out there um, showing each other that we can do it, man. You know, if we really... Don't matter where you came from. I don't care what you've come from. Trust me, I go all day about where I came from. But, yeah. but you can you can do it, man. If you're focused, driven, stay focused. Don't let the the glam and the rap music and the facades fool you guys. You know, we could we could be out here and make good money and be educated and, and be respected. Right. You know. So I, I will leave it at that and thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh man, that's the episode. But hold on real quick.